Oh, oh, that's bad, dude. Oh. <laughs> the top comment oh. was, I did not see that coming, and the next one is, neither did they. This is the 20th anniversary this year, too. Man, you know, I, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to ask you a question, and I, I really want your, your honest-to-God opinion about it. When can you joke about something? Because At, at the 20-year mark. Is it, is yeah, it 20 I, year mark? Because I think because it's 20 year mark. So it's this year. Just, think about it, man. Like, Rich fought in the war because of this, you know? Yeah. I, well, I signed up because of 9 11. It's been 20 years. I I'm still in a war about war because of this. This was just like the excuse to get us in the door. Like, right. D- does does he give us special privileges had to make 9 11 jokes since we signed up because of 9 11? I mean, I think if anybody in this room gets, well, not this room, but this chat gets to it, to you guys. So. I suppose. I don't, I don't know, know, man. Like, I, I used to make a lot of 9/11 jokes because I have a very dark sense of humor. But then I watched the 102 minutes that changed America. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Well, see, yeah. Then, I've seen that put, too. Put faces to the names and humanize it. Just kind of... Yeah, well, all I... the people jokes. falling out of the fucking buildings. There was one yeah, video where terrible. this girl the was jumpers. like, "Look at." Look at all the paper coming out of the building, and then they realized it wasn't paper; it was people, and like she lost her shit. And I was, I, I was, I'm not gonna lie, man, I cried. I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like, I, yeah. I think, Damn. I think that you're allowed to make jokes as long as you realize the seriousness of it, because like people yeah. are like afraid that if you make jokes about it, you don't understand how serious it was. Like, no, legitimately kill people because yeah. of this, you know? Oh yeah. I mean. So, as far as 9-11 goes, there is one part of 9-11 that has always really pissed me off. And that was, there was this chick, uh, Alicia, it's like Alicia or Alicia Head. I, I know her last name was Head, because I was like, heh, irony. But uh, she, for years, claimed to uh, have been in, I think it was the South Tower. Yeah. And um, she was like, she was on the news, she lost her fiancé in the other tower. Like, somehow she managed to survive and shit like that. She was never there. Oh. Never there. See, man, fuck those people. Yeah, like, like yeah. welcome to the world's biggest piece of shit ceremony. Um, your master of ceremony tonight will be Alicia Head. Yeah. The recipient, see, you. Like, Not, Bono like, wins every year. Like, there's just no getting around well, that. But at least he's the MC. Turd, Who wins? Bono. Fuck Bono, man. I hate Bono. The, the 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 episode of Bono being a piece of shit, like the world's long, largest piece yes. of shit. Oh, that's why I said that. Yep. Yeah, I heard a thirty-minute joke. joke. That shit was great. I heard a joke about once you get your COVID vaccine, it's going to come with an unreleased U two record, and I was oh, like, God. I'm fucking <laughs> out. I'm so out. <laughs> Yo, so have you? Have you, Bob? I want I want your input all through this episode. By the way, hey, I, should we do the intro first? Yeah, I was about oh, to say, who are we? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah hey. Tyler, why don't you do it? You, you sound amazing. Well, you, everyone oh, likes okay. your voice. I uh, always get texts about your voice. Me, me I, and Jason go get fucked. I was but. not prepared today. I apologize, y'all. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. I was unawares that it was my turn today, so we're doing kind of a bullshit episode. Life happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I've had like a kind of long week. I had to work on all my days off this week. It's been great. Um, yeah, no, welcome to another episode of uh, Bomb Tech's Beer Bellies. Uh, I'm your resident beer belly, Mr. Tyler. I'm, I don't have any beer right now, though. I got whiskey, so that You're counts, You're literally right? crushing whiskey right now. I'm pretty sure that's like... That's yeah, and I have to be up at 4 a.m. to open the store, so... Oh, um, that's, that's so cool. 
how are we going to do breakpoint tonight then? Oh, it didn't, didn't say it was going to affect me. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll be anyway, fine. sorry. Uh, speaking of that, I have Mr. Mr. Richie Rich over here, my, my homie. Hello. Yeah. My partner in slaying. Uh, playing way too much fucking Ghost Recon Breakpoint lately, and I blame you for it. God, so, I'm okay with that. I'm downloading it today, or tomorrow, actually. You nice. better. And there's uh, the most beautiful man in the room. And God damn, your head. You're just, you're, look at you. Sexy. That jawline. You talking yeah, about Bob? The jawline. <laughs> talking about, oh yeah, Bob, yeah. yeah <laughs> Bob Gassett. Yeah, Bob Gassett. <laughs> Uh, Bob, you gonna join us on this one today? Yeah, he is. I think it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Bob's in the room. Yeah. No, Mr. Devin Siler, our third amigo here. Happy to have you guys back. Missed you guys. I'm, ha I'm happy to have you. Yeah, that's about all I got. So you, you can go back I to really whatever you're talking about. I'm really. What were we talking about? I don't know. You were starting something and wanted to get the intro out first, so I I have no idea. Oh God, dude. I've been. We're off to a great start. Yeah, yeah no, it's gonna be it, fun the ADHD's kicking in hard. <laughs> Yo, so come to find out, I use fun fact. I uh, I have ADHD. I know, I know a lot of people are like, but I never oh, guessed. Yeah, I've never, <laughs> never seen that. No, never, never seen that. Um, I used to take the, these ADHD meds back in the day, and this stuff called Folklin. And now they're coming out with a study. Everybody had to stop taking it because it was like eating holes in people's stomach. You know, like oh shit. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. However, you did focus up like a some bitch, <laughs> and uh, shit worked. I was like, if you guys just want to make this into like an IV drip, I, I'll, I'll, I'm the end. But um, mm. yeah, come to find out that there was like uh, like everyone else they like released a letter. They're like, hey, if you took this, like you're like way more prone to cancer. And people are like, oh, oh. is that right? But um, well, just look at that. Yeah, yeah, no. That sucks. Question. Answer. Answer. Oh. Do you, wow. Um, do you guys believe in double standards? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, g give me some examples. Okay. Uh, Yay! Yeah, Bob, go for <laughs> there it. There we go. It's like when you get it's like when you get chewed out for not putting the toilet seat back down by a woman and you're like, "Well, it's not my fucking fault." You have to have the toilet seat down. I have to have the toilet seat up. Yeah. Why don't you pick it up when you're done? Yeah, there you go. Know your worth, king. It's a good type of step. Okay. Or like, you know, but when you, you have to work by 9 and your manager shows up at 9:30. I can't confirm or deny that I've ever done that, but that's fine. Hmm. I'll give you I that. remember I came into work one day late when I was still in the Navy, and uh, as soon as I come through the door, they uh, were like, hey, uh, so-and-so showed up late, and I'm like, fuck, I got to tear into his ass. But I, I'm late. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Hmm. How do I do this? You just do I it. Definitely. I have 100% shown up uh, super late, like looked my boss in the eye, and we're both just like... Okay, and then in we go. That's that's definitely happened. Dude, I almost missed a movement. That would have been fun. Oh, you took them like the whole boat? Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, the, oh, they were supposed to pull out on, let's say, a fucking Tuesday. And uh, we all had to be on the ship by 6. And I think I got there at like 7.15 because like I just woke up late. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. And I come hauling ass there. And I just see people outside smoking. And I'm like... Maybe they're supposed to leave tomorrow. So I walk on board, and I'm like, they're like, gosh, where were you? And I was like, oh, I was cleaning the office. You guys 
didn't come by and check and they're like oh okay yeah that makes sense like yeah we were we were wondering where you were at and i'm like yeah yeah you know my bad and then yeah. i ended up finding one of my buddies i'm like hey man what the fuck's going on he's like oh yeah they end up pushing it off until tomorrow and i was like oh thank you god <laughs> <laughs> so so fun fact my uh my grandfather to get in world war ii uh got a little too hammered the day before he was supposed to leave for uh mm-hmm. for uh um norfolk he ended up sleeping like 20 hours Nice. Oh wow! Like, yeah, like that drunk. Um, and when he finally like, woke up, he was like, "Oh shit, I'm supposed to be in Norfolk like in like ten hours. Like that boat leaves in ten hours." And they didn't have a car. Like there was nobody that could take him because you know this is this is 1940s backwoods North Carolina. I mean, straight up had a still not because it was cool to have moonshine. It was because like it kept food on the table, kind of mm-hmm. kind of things. I mean, this guy was a hog farmer. Like you know, make up you know make your own make your own assumptions. So he's like, oh, man, what do I do? Well, they were like, hey, you know, this one guy in town has a motorcycle. Maybe he'll let you borrow it. And the guy was like, so he goes over and he's like, hey, can I borrow your motorcycle for the next four years? I think I was like, no, <laughs> but I'll drop you off. And he was like, what? He's like, yeah, I'll drop you off. So before highways were invented, because this is before highways were invented, this dude was doing Sorry. 80 on a motorcycle for like seven hours. Oh, grandpa, he's riding bitch on the back. the most thing ever to show up to a ship's movement riding bitch on a motorcycle. Dude, 100%. 100%. He's got like half the shit he needs. Shows up. Like, they have to drive him all straight to the dock. Like, when you show up at the front gate and the guys are like, you better haul ass straight to the dock, bud. Like, that, I'm pretty sure that boat's like, there's not. it's not even tied to the dock anymore. Like... That kind of late for World War Two. <laughs> Almost oh, missed the shit. war because you were hammered. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, I Dead showed ass. up to boot drunk as fuck, man. I ah shit, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, like, ass- we were. Uh, I was at the Raleigh Airport getting ready to fly out to uh to Chicago, and uh, it was me and these two kids and. Uh, we were just chilling, getting some food, and uh, this guy comes up, and he's like, y'all look pretty young. Where are you heading? And I'm like, you're a fucking creep, but uh, we're heading <laughs> to Green Lake. <laughs> Who the fuck just walks up to three kids and goes, y'all are really young? <laughs> you going where I'm going? But no, I was like, oh, we're getting ready to head to Great Lakes. Uh, we're heading to boot camp. And he's like, oh, well, I guess he just assumed we were old enough. He's like, first round's on me. And we're like, first round? All right. So yeah, we just sat there for like a couple hours, and he just kept buying us drinks. And uh, the other two were smart, and they tapped out. And I was just like, "Fuck this!" Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it, let's go. Yeah. So I remember like I'm just getting fucking screamed at as soon as I got there, because like you know how it is, man. You get off the I don't know Air Force, it might be a little bit different, but in the real military, it. you get off the fucking plane, and you already have RTCs waiting for you, and they're already screaming at you, like you're already oh, fucked yeah. up. And uh, I'm just sitting there, and like I'm grinning, just way, just swaying. Jesus. Like, right. They're like, you think you're hot shit? I'm like, I don't know what I think right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. up, man. If I throw I think, up, I it's not your fault. Shit. Dude, no, we we had to find our our uh, our like like the in processing like MTIs. They were like hidden in a corner of the airport. So I'm like walking around the airport with like 15 kids behind me, and I'm like, you guys look lost and scared. You guys like recruits, and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, follow us. We're trying to find where we gotta go. And we finally find it, and it's like they've got like legitimate—I'm not kidding you—church pews lined up beside an exit, and you wow, have to like you guys, sit in these church pews. You guys got to sit down. Yeah, yeah, we had to sit down. We had to sit down at attention. 
Which, yeah, I'm, I'm serious. That's a thing, man. It's a fucking thing. Dude, my, my basic, my next basic is about to be incredible. Ten days. Get out of here. What is, Rich, what is your funniest basic training story? Okay, so we had this little Filipino uh, RTC, recruit training guy. Yeah. Um, and he was like 5'1", if he stood on his toes. Like, he was right. short. But this motherfucker was like seven foot. Like, he was mm-hmm. he was a presence. And uh, he used to, ha- he had this mustache that I swear to God, it, it was its own thing. Like, mm-hmm. it had its own thoughts, its own feelings, <laughs> its own schedule. <laughs> like, his mustache <laughs> was a second character, man. And one day we're sitting there and we're doing our PT. And uh, we're doing, I think it was like the, the crisscross sit-ups where like, as you come and sit up, you bring your opposite knee and like you turn. Yeah, the crossing so, like, crunches. Of, yeah, a lot of movements. And this was like right after lunch, and one of the dudes just cut a fucking stinger, dude. Like it was loud, <laughs> like <laughs> just like this loud one. And I swear to God, like this little fucking Filipino dude just like shoots up, just wide eyed as fuck, and like he sniffs. And I swear to God, when his nostril opened to sniff, his mustache went in a different direction. Like it was like who the and he just go who the fuck did that? Who the fuck did that? And he's just like. Screaming, losing his shit, and like that mustache was just quivering, dude. And um, I tried. Amazing. Oh, I was trying so hard not to fucking laugh. I'll never forget that man. He used to tell us bedtime stories too. He's just like, once upon a time, there were a bunch of kids that never shut the fuck up. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> what about we, you, <laughs> dude? I fucking lost my shit one day. So it's funny now. At the time, I I was scared out of my mind. So I get up in the middle of the night to go pee. So I get up, I walk down, and I'm at the very end of the racks. So for those of you who've never been to, to Air Force Basic Training, imagine four rows of bunks. They're 25 uh, people deep, right? Each each row is 25 people deep. And there's lockers in between the uh, the second and third rows. So, so there's like two bays, as they call them, quote-unquote. Well, I'm at the back of, of, of B Bay, which is the second bay. So I'm in the back 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 so i walk my happy ass all the way to the bathroom and i pee well all of a sudden all hell cuts loose at like 2 a.m i'm talking yelling screaming i'm scared i'm like what the fuck is happening this is the same time that that, that I, I was still like scared and stressed that i had pooped in like four days at this point like i'm serious on this like they, they were like they're like uh I, I had to like go see a doctor and be like hey man i need to poop and he was like drink coffee and that was literally all they told me to do. So every morning I would have to get in line with the, with the drill instructors to drink coffee. And that's how, that's how like I finally got back to being able to poop. Um, but uh, the, all hell's cutting loose and I have to like come out of this. I'm like, what the hell is happening? So I'm like, no, I'm just going to hide in the, hide in this back in, in this room and hopefully it'll all blow over. Well, what had happened was, we have this thing called EC duty, entry control duty, right? You just guard the door, right? I'm sure you call it fire watch, you know. You know what I'm saying? Where you have to like, you have to like walk through, you have to like inspect everybody's everybody's stuff, you know, make sure everybody's in mm-hmm. their bunk, and you make sure everybody hasn't hung themselves in their bunk, and then you, you keep going. And I guess some kid woke up, and I, I know it was. I remember, I remember his name. I remember exactly who it was. Um, he's still in. Um, the, he had fashioned a like gun shape out of a wire hanger, 
and had combat rolled into the light. Well, when he had done this, he had the misfortune of our drill instructor standing there checking up on the EC. So he just, he combat rolled in, looked at him, went, freeze, motherfuckers! And then seized the, <laughs> then seized the drill instructor. And I shit you not, I, one, of my, one of my best buddies was on EC duty when, he, when this was going down. He sees him and just immediately does a backflip back into the darkness. And then sprints back to his bunk and jumps right in. Fucking chucks this this uh, um, rifle, you know, quote unquote rifle made out of hangers. And it lands on my bed. Oh. It gets... It gets better, so the so the the uh, the MTI is in there. He's just like, get the fuck up, get up, get up. And of course, everybody's like, oh god, oh mama, guys, doing it on fire. And he's like, oh dad, where were you? Da, 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 da. And then he's like walking his way up and down. Everybody's up there, standing, getting attention to the end of the bed. Everybody's like freaking out. And then he gets to my empty bunk. And what's on top of my empty bunk? This rifle. And that, mind you, I'm still hiding in the stall with my pants around my waist, or around my ankles. I'm like, uh, I'm not coming out. Not doing it. Not coming out. <laughs> and, and then I just hear, Siler! I'm like, oh, there we go. <laughs> and you just hear my little ass. My buddy my buddy started giggling at this. He was like, he's like are, you, are you here for the bathroom? He's sir. <laughs> so I, come, I come scooting out. I'm like, huh? And I don't have a shirt on. I've got... Tall, I got tall white. You know, imagine this: I got tall white socks, and I got mm-hmm. Air Force PT pants on, or PT shorts on. That's nice. all I got. And he starts lighting me up and down. He's like, "Why is the gun out?" He's like, "You're gonna fashion things out of guns. You try to be an assault trooper, something. You think you're in Starship Troopers? You're gonna kill the bugs?" And I'm like, "What is he talking about?" <laughs> what is I'm like, "No sir, no sir, yes sir, no sir, no sir, yes sir." I'm, I'm like, "What?" What is happening? He goes, but that's okay. I know it wasn't your goofy ass. Whoever did it was four foot nothing. And you're about six foot tall of nothing but bullshit. It was the only <laughs> time in the entire time we were there they ever cussed at us. Because you can't cuss in military base training anymore. Fun fact. What? Air Force dog. <laughs> Three square meals a day. Eight hours of sleep. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I was told I'm that a retarded saying. monkey could take a shit and mold it into something that would be more of a man than me. Amazing. The best, the best I got. Well, I'll finish up that story real quick. Uh, he, he's like, he's like, he's like yelling back and forth. And he's like, right, I'll get in your bunk. He's like, What were you doing in there? I was like, Pig drill sergeant. He was like, What well, are you done? And I wasn't <laughs> ready for that. I was like, Yes. He goes, You hesitated. Are you sure you're done? I was like, Who? Yes, drills. I was like, I was like, Yes, sir. He was like, All right. I hope you have a great night's sleep. I'm like, uh, okay. He goes, everybody else, back to bed. We'll talk about this in the morning. And I like cut out the lights and everybody just jumps back in bed. And I, we're, and I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck just happened? Did not sleep the rest of the night. But the best I had was I had a string on my hat that was hanging off. It was like an inch long. Right. Ooh, yeah. An Irish and, metal. Yeah. An Irish metal. Yeah. So we used to call him. No, I, I don't. I, I I never heard that one before, um, and I got to give it to Sergeant Silvano. She had the best one-liners. She just looks at me and she goes, "I'm Tyler." I'm like, oh, "Yes." She's like, "Are you trying to escape basic training?" And I'm just sitting there like, oh, "No, no, no, no." 
She's like, are you sure? He's like, y yes, ma'am. She's like, are you really sure? He's like, yes, ma'am. She's like, well, you got a rope hanging off the side of your head and you could repel from a three-story building. And I was like, uh, uh, and she like pulls the string out, you know, and shows it in front of me. She goes, are you sure you're not trying to escape? And at this point, I was fucked up. I was like, I was like, no, ma'am. And it, it just got, you could tell like everyone around me kind of like leaned away. Because mm -hmm. she was like, you're about to get smoked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She just starts lighting into me, left and right. I'll do your paperwork myself. I'll get you out of the Air Force. Is that what you want? And then I fuck up twice. And I went, yes, ma'am. And I, and as soon as I said it, like, I was like, fuck. Like, I, I even heard it. I was like, damn it. Like, as soon as I said it, like, I just felt my chest drop. And you just heard, like, three MTIs from around this bay just inhale. You just hear, Phew. And then I got shark attacked. All I had like four guys mm. on me. They're all yelling la da 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 da. Then my drill instructor comes out, Sergeant Gonzalez. He comes up and he just he waddles up because this guy's built like he he's as wide as he is tall. It's his own fault. Um, these are just genetics. He comes up and he's just like, "How dare how dare you embarrass me, Sergeant Gonzalez?" And then just like looks at Sergeant uh, Silwano. And I'm like, "Did you really just introduce yourself in the middle of a shark attack? That's fucking smooth, <laughs> man." <laughs> Baller. Dude, I got yeah it. right. I had this petty officer, petty officer Copeland, and uh, he used to walk around and just sing that fucking So Fresh and So Clean song. Like, but he'd just be sitting there like, ain't nobody else like me. And then get like right in your face when you're in the front leaning position. He's like, so fresh and so Copeland. It's like, that's <laughs> clever. I, I appreciate that. But uh, one night, I had Firewatch, and uh, we used to carry the Breda M9, but with uh, dummy rounds in it. So that we could okay. get used to carrying it. And uh, it was, I think, like balls 30. So like... Like oh three, like oh thirty in the morning, yeah. I was tired, was bored, nothing's catching on fire, obviously. So I was like, "This is a perfect opportunity to field strip an M nine, like, why not?" Oof. So I take the barrel off, and as soon as the slide comes off, I just hear ping, and I just see it <laughs> <laughs> out of the corner of my eye. I see the spring bounce off the cinder block wall and disappear. God, <laughs> God. God. <laughs> and I was like, me like, oh shit. So like. <laughs> put this Beretta back together, right? And I just, I holster it, and I'm like, okay, okay, all right, we're good, we're good. And then, uh, so, okay. my turnover comes around, like, three hours later, and there was this kid, Dubin, and Dubin was a total fuck-up. Dubin got smoked for everything, because he was just a dumpy dumbass. Mm. And, uh, I do the turnover, and I slowly rack it back, you know, to clear it and everything like that. It holds together, it holds together. When he does it, I'm like, sweet, we're good. We're good. Four hours later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asleep in my rack. <laughs> and all I hear is Dubin. <laughs> he, he went to go transfer. He went to go pull the slide back, and the whole goddamn Beretta came apart because there's it's missing a piece. And I'm just sitting, there and I immediately just start pulling the covers over my head, <laughs> like, like, "Oh shit, man, be cool, be cool." And they're like, "Who did you relieve?" And I was just like, "Come on, man, come on, man." I just hear, "Uh, guess it." And I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> Here it fucking comes. dark. So Copeland just comes over, starts screaming at me while I'm in my fucking rack. I'm like, man, I'm so I'm like, I'm, I'm seriously in my rack at fucking attention, just getting smoked. And he's like, your ass is mine. So like all day, this dude beat the shit out of me, and like not physically beat me. But we used to call it getting, you know, getting beat when they would just smoke yeah, yeah, you yeah. all day, all fucking day. I had an hour break. Half an hour before I ate and a half an hour after I ate three times. That was it. The rest of the day, I was doing military learning, man, the front leaning position, smoked. 
sometime after lunch, I don't know what fucking time it was, he was like, I got an idea for you. And I'm like, okay. So he's like, get your ass up. Follow me. And I follow him to this random fucking part of base, and we go into another training commands fucking area, and they're just in there shining their boots and shit, just having a nice day. Like, what's up? And, like, he just yells at his buddy. I can't remember what his buddy's name and his That's how the guy comes out. And he's like, watch this. And he's like, get your ass down. And just starts, like, working the shit out of me. And he goes like, ah. And he looks at his buddy. He's like, I've been fucking him up like this, like, all day, man. And I just start <laughs> laughing about it. I'm just sitting just crushing out push-ups. And he's just like, all day. And he's like, all day. And he's like, cool, can I get on it? And I'm like, what? <laughs> then, but the thing is, like, can I, I fucked up. Yeah, the thing is, I fucked up and I look. I'm like, huh? He's like, you think you can look at me? Like, oh, <laughs> shit, man. This was, the, this was the day, I think I told you about this, where, like, he's like, hold on. Like, hold that position. So, again, I'm sitting there, like, planked out, dying. And uh, he leaves and comes back with a folding chair and a fucking Red Bull. And he's, I'll never forget this. I swear to God, it's in my mind, rent-free. He puts the fucking folder chair down backwards and sits on it backwards, looks me in the eyes, cracks that Red Bull, slams it, crushes it, throws it on the ground, and goes, now you're going to do push-ups until, I got tired, or until I'm tired, and I've got wings now, motherfucker. I was just like, oh, shit. That's when I found out that you can actually make it precipitate indoors from the amount of sweat that you're producing. Woof. Dude, I remember yeah. when you I remember when you fucked up so bad at graduation. Oh shit. You just <laughs> he said, "Oh shit." <laughs> Good morning, chief. Are you sure about that? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Who'd just, you call a chief? He just It was sl- a chief. He just slow watches he just slow looks down at his watch and just like looks up at you and I watched you crumble. Yeah, man, cuz like I didn't fucking realize that it was one in the afternoon, man. We had graduation that morning. We've been there for hours. I thought it was still relatively, you know, before noon. So I'm sitting there, and I see a chief come walking by, and I'm like, good morning, chief. And he just goes, you sure about that? And just, like, looks at his watch and looks back at me, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to find you later. I was like, but I just, I just graduated, man. <laughs> but, but no. Oh, shit. I just graduated. Yeah, we were, yeah, that, that morning we were put on the grinder at, like, 02 to wait for our flights that showed up at 10, and we had to hold our packs above our head the entire time. And, uh. They gave us a couple breaks, but for the majority of the time, we were literally just sitting there with, like, full seat bag, just for no goddamn reason. They just hated us. Yeah, yeah, brother. All right, enough enough sea stories. What else we got today? God, I'm just thinking about that. I've got... Dubin! I'm not going to lie. One of my all-time favorite military story, actually, I got two of them, was the time I came back absolutely shithouse. I had just graduated prelim, and... I had, I got shit house with a buddy. We come stumbling back on. It's like four hours after curfew. Like it, it's like we we realized we had missed curfew by like twenty minutes, and we were like, might as well just go and lean into it, and hopefully we can catch morning PT. And oh so we did. We, it ended up being like three o'clock in the morning by the time we got back. And so we're walking right, and this is like a base dedicated to nothing but training. So like people walking at three a.m. super sus. And this female officer type is at the gas station uh, filling up her car. And she just yells out. She just yells out. She goes, trainees! And we, being hammered, turn around. And we're like, and as soon as we did, I was like, and she And she just comes up. She's like, where are you guys going? And I was like, we're, uh, we're heading back to our dorm. We just graduated prelim. Like, we're kind of beat. We're pretty drunk. 
Like, we just want to go to nav school and, and learn how to be AOD techs. And she just, I'll be honest, she was super cool about it. She was like, okay, get there safely. We're like, okay. So we start walking. We're like, ah, we'll just cut across this soccer field. And she just yells out as soon as we touch foot on the grass. She's like, get off the grass! And I don't know what came over me because, like, I had just been given, like, you know, a buy from God. Like, it was a miracle mm-hmm. that we weren't, like, getting yeah. dropped or anything like this. And I just yelled back. I was like, the grass belongs. I was like, the grass belongs to the commander, but the chickweed belongs to the people. And then we just fucking took off running. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think she found it funny because she didn't pursue us, which was great. But my second favorite and all-time best uh, grass story was we were cutting across the grass at nav school. And you know how nav school is made up. So fun fact for those who don't who've never been to EOD school, it's made up by all the branches. All the branches are represented there. So you got instructors that are Marines, you got instructors that are Navy, you got instructors that are Air Force, you got instructors that are Army. Everybody's there. Okay. That with that said, though, what's the name of the school again? Na- Navy School Explosive Ordnance Disposal. You're welcome. Thank you for your service. I appreciate you. Um, As so you were. We, we so <laughs> we're cutting across the grass because it's me and my army buddy. And all of a sudden we get stop and it's one of those one of those like those stops that you're like, Here it comes. Yep. This is where we die. And we turn around and there's a gunnery sergeant right there and I'm like, Good morning, gunnery sergeant and he just goes he goes, Who are you? And I was like, I'm Airman Silent. He goes, You Air Force? And I was like, Yes, sir. I was, I, I said, Yes, gunnery sergeant. I said yes, sir, because you don't call gunnery sergeants yes, sir. You can call you can call the Air Force you can say sirs in the Air Force to, to enlisted, but you can't do that in any other branch. And you yeah, sure as hell don't call a Marine and uh, an enlisted guy, sir, because they'll eat you. They actually work for their money. They they hate that. Yeah, they despise it. I was like, it's like, yes, Gunner Star, I'm in the Air Force. And you just see him just take a big deep breath and just shove all the PTSD down to his bowels and he goes, Please get off my grass. I got a restart. I think we jumped to get back on the sidewalk. That's fucking so awesome. we didn't disturb any more grass. Oh my god. Yeah, Dude, the amount time. of dumb shit that that I did in the military, it's just it's god. it's it's astounding. The difference between a training environment because all the movies always depict the entirety of like your service life as a training environment. No, where it's, it's like basic. super regulated and all that kind of stuff. But it's actually super chill, like in the regular you know, service. Yeah, man. Like, you know what you got to do? Just be there on time. And uh, probably the easiest job you'll ever have, honestly, no matter, like, what you do. And I, I, I could probably stand behind that. Yeah, no matter what your job is, regardless if you're uh, a fucking pilot, a PJ, a uh, career gunnery sergeant, like, show up on time and do what you're supposed to do, and you get paid for four years. Yeah. Easy just day. Do, just do your job, and then you're good to go. They literally can't fire you. I mean, they can, like, you know, oh, yeah, jail. Can. But they, can, that's they, they sure. can definitely fire you, but you really gotta fuck up to get fired. You really do. You gotta you gotta own that, own that fuck up. Because I mean, most of the time, if you fuck up, you usually get a higher rank. Yeah, not in the air force, but definitely in the navy. That's for sure. If I'm in trouble. It was. Uh, yeah. So anyway, now that that's been thirty minutes of uh, of war stories, <laughs> I'm about fuck, it. Man. Good times, that- man. Good times. Yeah. Well, okay, now that Devin's here, we can. There, there was a conversation we were having earlier, actually, and I was wanting to do a whole episode about this, but I really don't know if we can, especially since Ooh. we have Bob in here. Um, the question that I brought up 
and we started debate like I don't want to say debating, but just discussing was is it possible? Like first off, I, I don't know. It's like multiple questions here. What is punk? Like, I I love punk music. I always have, I was about to say like, music or like the yeah. TV show. No, it's, it's fun. I love it. But um, I was I was going back and I was listening to some some of the Clash, and uh, I mean like London Calling is a classic. We all know that. Yeah. Um, and then there was you know suicide or not suicide bombs, uh, Spanish bombs, which is kind of a little poppy. But these are the same guys that wrote Rock the Casbah. Like yeah, and it started making me wonder. Like, can you still be a punk, quote unquote, punk rock band, if you write something like Rock the Casbah? But then, well, like, I, it fucks, right? It does. Yeah. It fucks. All right. Done. It fucks. So, so I want to say yeah, and here's why. Yeah, I agree. I'm trying to think of the name of the band that brought back, like the sea shanty music and. God like, damn yeah. it! <laughs> I'm serious on this. Absolutely. The guy that brought it back put like the punk twist on all of it, and now behind the scenes shanty stuff. And I now can't. it's everywhere. Well, I'm not gonna I lie. Fucking, I, spent I, the, I spent the week last week drinking rum and playing uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Uh, nice. Because I didn't have any internet, so I was having a great time. I'm about it personally, but that's just me. I'm about it. Are you are you tired of sea shanties? Is that because you had to sing them the whole time you were on the boat, or is that because you weren't allowed to sing them when you're on the boat? Oh no, man! Most of the stuff, like most of the stuff that we sang was like Disney songs. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I remember at one point the whole smoke pit broke out singing Akuna Matata. So if you sing a Disney song on a ship and sea, it's instantly a sea shanty, right? Fact. And you liked it, so you're behind them. You're just selective in your sea shanties. I don't. I don't Bob know if that's how that works. Argument. I, I agree with that statement. He's singing I, a song while on the sea. It's a sea, sea shanty. shanty. Yeah. Well, that's that's kind. It's no, like I it's the same argument as this. It's like is something fucking music or not? I'm I want to say I want to say right she. Now. Oh well, I want to <laughs> say a sea shanty has to be a specific genre because you can't just like. Yeah, music sung while at sea. Yeah. Fuck. I'm googling it. I'm googling <laughs> it. <laughs> I I agree with Bob 100. percent What? Totally. I don't want to, but I also agree with him. I mean, it's sad, it's a sound logic. You say you it a at very sea. valid point. Sir. You're a legitimate sailor singing a song at sea. It's a sea shanty. What is a sea shanty? A sea shanty, chanty or chanty, spelled three different ways, is a type of work song that was once commonly sung to accompany rhythm rhythmical labor. Aboard large merchant sailing vessels. So, I would say, I would say, if we're going to go with rhythmical labor, that your chain gang songs are more closer, closely? You closer, can work nearer? to Hakuna Matata. Yeah, but it's not rhythmical. Like, you're not swinging, yeah, it is. you know, hatchets and, and I don't want to say yeah, hatchets, can, but like sledgehammers and axes and shovels to Hakuna Matata. I got a tree to cut down tomorrow. I will happily um, sing that song while I'm cutting my tree down. This requires Please science. send the video to the group. Yeah. This we'll is, put I'm going to put it on the we'll Instagram. put it on the Instagram. Yep. I'm going to put it on the Instagram. That's going to happen. Yeah, wait, there it is. That, But if you, I don't know, you can't just be like, Hakuna da chop, matata, chop. Like, well, I mean, well you can attitude. make it a pun. That kind of works. Instead of yeah. Hakuna matata, I can make it like Hakuna machapa. And every time I say chop, I can just swing my axe down. <laughs> Bro, we're in this shit. We're in it. <laughs> it's sound Jesus logic, Christ. man. It's sound logic. 
But I. Mm. Yeah. But the parent genre is going to be folk music, right? I mean, because then you got like you know, singing. I guess it's folk music. That was. I'm not proud of that. Y- you went there. I'm not proud of that. But that's like saying that like Zach Brown band, if sung on a on a boat, is now a sea shanty. Yeah. I cannot. I don't know why I disagree with this, but I do. I just don't like it. Kind of like when you put. Of all people, I thought you would be on my side. I'm disappointed right now. I, I thought you. I think it's like putting ketchup on a taco. Right now. Like I just don't like it. Yeah. Ketchup on a taco. It's yeah, that's that's wrong. fucking blasphemous right there, man. I'm mad that you even mentioned that. Actually, I, I can't even defend that. I'm not even gonna try to defend that. I would never do that. Have you guys, have you guys by the way heard of the the Jumbaco? Pardon? Jim Jumbaco. The Jumbaco. No, no, no. I, I I and I also did not make this up. It is a burger. Where the bun is a taco. Oh, I'm about that. Is that like a waco at Taco Bell that I eat for breakfast where it's a waffle but oh, it's a taco? Oh, this is Jack in the Box. It's, yes, Jack in the Box. The Jumbaco. Oh, no, dude. It's literally just a, a burger with two tacos on both sides. Yeah. Hold on. Are we talking like tortillas or like a taco? Like Not an actual like, legit taco with a burger no, like, between it. It's like, hold on. Let's open up. Where's the closest Jack in the Box? I don't know. Yo, fuck me up! It's just a up. straight wow. burger. With How does one even eat that? Tacos. I don't. Hold on, I don't. I don't really have a whole lot to do tomorrow, so we're gonna add to the list. <laughs> Maps.google.com. Jack in the box. Yeah, it's double double taco burger. The close. Here's, here's another war story question. Yo, I have you. a Jack in the box like 500 yards from my house. The, yeah, you should do it because the closest one for me, Charlotte. This is because they're open the 24 podcast, hours. Man. You got it. You got to do this for us, Rich. I, I got another I'll story. Dora Dash one right now. Okay. <laughs> what was your favorite way? Because because for a lot of people don't realize that like on military bases and and, and you know in the military life you end up eating the same shit all the time and not even just like MREs, but if on on the the base itself you've usually got a Burger King, and that's the only place like quick enough for you to go get food during during lunch, right? So you end up like making up your own meal. You know, what talking about like, like yeah. you know, you, you take like a McChicken in a in a in a burger and you make a McGangbang. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everybody's done that. Yeah. What was your favorite? We call it rat fucking, by the way. Um, I didn't invent it. I just it's I'm just a here weird to spread thing the to walk back in on. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite rat fucked meal? Uh didn't really have uh. Okay, um, it was more like when I was deployed than anything else. Sure. But you know the packs of Sunkiss tuna. Yeah. And the yuck. We used to call Star them yucky. Starkiss tuna. Starkiss, yeah. Sunkiss is a, is a soda. Um, yeah. And you they know those the like they're yakisoba, like the pre-made like noodles and shit like that. It's in a little. Yeah. yeah. We used to call them yucky soba because they suck ass. But yeah. uh, some yakisoba, and you put the tuna fish on there. That was that was one of them. But the thing is, like, my base is pretty fucking solid because we had a little. We had our necks or our naval exchange, and in the necks we had a Five Guys, a Subway, Panda Express, some other kind of like Mexican joint, and then on on base proper we had a McDonald's and another Subway, and then we also had the Roach Coaches. So we always had like taco trucks on base. So Dude, like, we never what. Yeah, we never really had to worry about that. We had we had plenty of options. Um, and then right we have outside a subway of base, and a Dunkin'. 
Yeah, right outside of base, though, we had a, a witch witch, uh, this place called Johnny Rotten's, which Ooh, pissed me God. off because they never played anything Sex Pistols. Um, it was just always, it was good burgers. Um, and then we had Danny Dietz's Wait. bar, which had some damn good food. Not um, Johnny Rockets. Johnny it, no, Rockets. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Rockets. Rockets Johnny Rockets is a burger place. No, this was called Johnny Rotten's. Jesus. It was. It wasn't a chain place, and it looked like a dingy ass dive bar. And they did have bands and stuff play there, but it was there was no Sex Pistols anywhere. It was like, what's the fucking point of this? Because we used to call it Rotten's for short, because like that was the place where like you could go and get a, a pizza at like one o'clock in the morning, and sometimes it would be an actual edible pizza, and other times it would just be like a fucking grease disc. Oh yeah. There's also a subway right next to that too. There's a lot of subways. Holy shit. Dude, I'm like mad that you had so much variety. You know what we have right outside, right outside of every base I've been in? The projects. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I was lucky Jesus. because 32nd Street, that naval base, or as they call it, the dry side, that was in San Diego proper, off right. of 32nd Street, and there were a few stabbings outside that base a night, and um, <laughs> that place night. that place is pretty hard. But we were on Coronado Island, so the main island of Coronado was. I think at its widest, about one and a quarter miles. So it was a small fucking island. Yeah. Um, no, nah, maybe about two miles. But, I mean, still, it was not a big island at all. So everything was really close. Um, a lot of rich people lived on that island outside. Like, if you – everything off base was extremely wealthy. Yeah. So um, we had that atmosphere surrounding us. So very, That very must fortunate. be nice. Around every Air Force base I've been to. Right outside, because nobody wants to live next to an airport. And what is an Air Force base other than, like, a really busy airport? Dude, okay, yeah, that was one thing that always blew my mind, because we had a naval air station right there where, like, you've got all the, the F-18s and shit, like the Super Hornets and stuff taking off. And those the Super Hornets are loud as fuck, man. I love oh, that yeah. sound. I'll never oh, forget yeah. that sound. Jets are so – the F-35, for it being a stealth fighter, I'm like – you don't need to detect it on radar. You can just stand outside and wait to hear it. It's gonna you're gonna hear it ten minutes before it shows up. Oh yeah, they're loud as fuck. But the the Coronado Del Inn is one of the, I think it's the top ten hotels in America. Like, yeah, it is a beautiful fucking hotel. There's constantly weddings and shit there. Beautiful view. And what's funny about it is on the left and sometimes right in the middle if they get lost is Seal, yeah Seal Beach. It's fucking public knowledge. You can see this on Google Maps. Is Seal oh, Beach. Yeah. And sometimes the Zodiacs will get beat the shit up by the waves and end up coming washing up in front of the hotel with, like, sometimes there's a seal stuck on it. So, like, you'll be getting married, and then you'll start hearing, like, seals getting slammed against the rocks there. And then to the right of that is F-18s taking off. And, like, I've always sat there, like, why the fuck is this a destination hotel? Hmm. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. That's kind of how I feel about, about Florida, man. In the summer, you got the heat. In the winter, you got way more mosquitoes. Fucking Florida, man. Yeah. Terrible place. The only thing good that came out of Florida was Pitbull. Yeah. <laughs> like how everybody's just like... I, I can't take your, your sea shanty thing seriously now. You, Me or him? After the Pitbull comment. Oh, okay. So, all right. If Pitbull... All right. If Pitbull is playing a concert on a boat in Miami and everyone's rhythmically dancing to his song, it's a cheese shanty. I mean, he is Mr. Worldwide, so I can see that happening. Oh, my God. Well, okay, so I'm, I'm reading here on the He's interwebs. Again. 
I've, I've written here on the interwebs that that, that you can't that, that sea shanties were work songs sung on ships during the age of sail. So there's first off can't can't be putting Pitbull on there unless the Green New Deal goes through and we got to we got to whip out the old uh the old sails again because it, you know, I don't know if you guys know this but it also bans flight and or Dude, yeah. I um oh my god, I'm all about saving the environment. But Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, save 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 these man. Like people are like, "Oh, you're green, so I guess you, you you go with the Green New Deal." I'm like, "I'm green, not insane." But like seriously, I'm not even going to lie to you. My uh my New Year's resolution this year was to be more green and more grateful. So, I know that sounds dumb, but I don't care because I'm saving the planet, hmm. kids. Um, but, yeah, it says that, hey, ships during the age of sail, all right, we're not there yet. They were used to keep rhythm during work and make it more pleasant. All right, Pitbull would fall underneath there. But the songs were used to accomplish a goal rather than for entertainment. What goal does Pitbull have with his songs? Um, you can't say sex. I learned how to count in Spanish. <laughs> I like that Ty- like Tyler was like, I got it. I'm out. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just... Mm. What, I don't know? even know what to say. You could say uno, dos, tres, cuatro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't even learn to count with it. Hey, man. Pitbull's got some fucking incredible lyrics, okay? Like, that dude is profound as shit. What is it? Well, like, two's a party? I can't even think of it right now. I'm trying to think it, of was hotel Was it Bono that room. said uno, dos, tres, catorce? One, two, three, fourteen. That would be some Bono shit. I'm looking up some Pitbull lyrics. Yeah, look oh. it up to, uh... Give me something good. Yeah, hotel room, man. Hotel room. What is Pitbull? Like, okay. number one Pitbull song. Pitbull's biggest song is Give Me Everything. All right. Right. Don't know what that is. I don't either. I've never heard of it. Uh, give me everything. <laughs> no hotel, motel, Halloween. <laughs> is that a Pitbull song? That's Fuck not yeah, a Pitbull dude. song. Yes, it is. What? Yes, man. Is he featured? I don't, maybe he's featured on it. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, hotel what is, room. What is it? Uh, uh, grab somebody sexy. Tell him yeah. hey. <laughs> <laughs> grab somebody sexy. Tell him hey. It's profound, right? I'm not going to lie. Okay. It's like Rihanna. Never, you know what? Cake, cake, I'm going to go back cake, cake, on my cake, cake. entire argument there because oh, you could turn that, that that one particular song into a sea shanty. Okay, hold on. More great Pitbull lyrics. It's insane the way the name growing. Money keep flowing. Hustlers move beside us. So I'm tiptoeing to keep flowing. I got it locked up like Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Can we do a spoken word night by Bob next yeah, time? Yeah, dude, I'm do, all do that in as it. our intro next episode. Oh, Jesus Christ. These are too good. Dude, I uh, I did a open mic night at uh, the Ale House a couple years ago, and um, I did a Millie by Lil Wayne as spoken uh-huh. word. <laughs> I'm a millionaire. Do you guys want to know young, the most Young profound? money, millionaire. <laughs> Tougher than Nigerian air. The, the, the most profound phrase I've heard in a song in a long time, and I, I can't remember the name of the song, but uh, he said, I got my mind blown like the Kennedys. That's weak. That's that's what? a fucking softball right there, that's man. That's not a softball. I thought that was clever. Softball. Come on. Come right, on. What up me? What up me? Okay, when in Rome, we do as the Romans. When in hell, we take shots at the bar. Fuck you guys! 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, More Bob, good pitbull lyrics. Me, baby. Bob, give it to me. Hold on. I gotta get ready for this. This is this is fucking. Oh, I'm, I'm never, so excited. I've never processed what comes out of his mouth. You know. <laughs> I, that's <laughs> like, where you're no. wrong, man. Okay. We at the Hotel Motel Holiday Inn. We at the Hotel Motel Holiday Inn. After party in hotel lobby. Then we off to the room like vroom. Put them fingers in yo mouth or open up yo blouse. And pull that G-string down south. Ooh, okay, shoddy. One's company. Two's a crowd and three's a party. That's the one I was trying to think of. I hate I hate myself that I know this now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more disappointed than the other night when I didn't have any fucking pizza. Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was good. You're so fucking god. upset. Yeah. Oh, god. Oh my god. I'm trying to think of like another lyric. I don't that, even like, know I, like I how to react to this. Though it's like I'm, I'm looking. Upset. I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind I'm of upset. Kinda, what? I, I'm looking up Lil Wayne lyrics right now because I love Lil Wayne. I mean, I fuck with Wheezy. Okay. Swimming laps around a bottle of Louis the Thirteenth, jumping off a mountain into a sea of codeine. I'm at the top of the top, but I still climb. And if I should ever fall, the ground will then turn to wine. Yo, I fuck with that more than I fuck with Pitbull. Let me see. Um, I think Lil Wayne's Jesus. He, you know, he just got pardoned, oh. so he's free Jesus. He, this is true. Well, I mean, he was he went in in jail in the first place. These are so bad. These lyrics are so bad. What is another one from a million? I'm a pencil elite. I'm a tablet in my mind because I don't write shit because I ain't got time. Hold on. I like how we started lyrics. out with war stories and now we've ended Man, on these, like, who's it, got the most clever rap lyric. These are so, these are so. Oh, oh I mean, if we're actually going to talk about legitimately clever rap lyrics, I, and this is subjective, I don't think anyone could ever be Aesop Rock. <laughs> I do love ASAP Rocky. No, 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 no. Not ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rock. ASAP Rock. Not ASAP Rocky. Right. Yeah. ASAP Rock actually has. So I was watching this this great video about him and what makes him so good, and like a standard your standard rapper, like let's even like Lil Wayne was one of the ones he mentioned has like no has like about a hundred and fifty to a hundred and seventy words in their vocabulary when it comes to an album. Sure. Aesop Rock averages around 325, 330 per song. Jesus. The guy is insane. Fucking white dude from Brooklyn, man. Speaking of white dudes from Brooklyn, Action Bronson, too. We got a good, oh, I found a good Kanye lyric. Ooh, drop us on us. It's such a good lyric. Like, this makes perfect sense. Like, I want you to, like, imagine. Like, I want you to watch this in your head. Okay, I'm here. If I fuck a model and she just bleached her asshole and I get bleach on my T-shirt... I'm a feel like an asshole. It's iconic. Think about that. You just ruined Kanye. your shirt. I love Kanye. Dude, his, oh, uh, his song Blackhead or Black Skinhead? Yeah. Historically inaccurate. Oh, okay. Yeah, when he was just like talking about uh, 300 bitches, where's the Trojans? Yeah. Wasn't the Trojans, buddy. Oh, of course not. But it's also Kanye. Sorry. It's a pun. You just let it. You just let him he's go. He's looking for his rubbers because he's got three hundred women at his service, so, and he's yo, a gay fish. Well, you guys heard he that he like was banging kids. the banging the uh, the Je- guy, right? Jeffrey Star. Yes, Jeffrey but Star. Jeffrey Star also came out and said that he doesn't fuck with anyone under six foot. So that's debunked. I don't think he well, actually was though. No, I don't so think he was that, either, man. 
that takes me back. Put it to on the. You should, you should put it on the gram. Put it on the I, gram. Run a poll. St- was Kanye fucking Jeffrey Star? Oof. It's an important or, question. Or was Jeffrey this... Star fucking Kanye? Does it matter at that point? Yes. Well, you know what they say. I mean, yeah. Two yeah. straight no. dudes fucking ain't gay. That's no. That's what we say. It's not oh. what they say. That's what <laughs> we say. <laughs> Let's get that right. I, so I've got a war story for you guys. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Does this involve two straight dudes? I was gonna say, yeah. Two I know, right? Dudes. Like the transition here is kind of alarming, brother. It, it involves one straight dude who may or not be Mormon. Oh God! Oh, oh I know where you're going with this. Do you know where I'm going with this? I do. You told me about this. I think. I don't hit okay. me with it. I'm curious. Okay, so so for all those who, you've all been there before, like you go to college with somebody, you lose contact, and you meet back up with them, right? Mm-hmm. And like life has happened. Well, well, in the military, that's 100 percent how it happens all the time. You're always meeting up with random dudes. And what's funny is there's always one guy, and you guys know exactly the kind of guy I'm talking about, the kind of guy that starts saying excuses of stories that you've never even heard of before. Right? Yep. Like, he shows up, he's like, hey, man, you're going to hear that I've been begging my cousin, but I just want to let you know that we got married. And you're like, I'm sorry, what? Like, we're talking about what kind of margaritas to get tonight, man. Dude, what? Are you okay? You know, that kind of thing. Well, that's also a different story, but we'll move on past that. This dude who's a Mormon, the last time I checked in with him, he wasn't even drinking, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then he got stationed outside of Vegas. And here's how this went down. He comes back in, and I'm like, hey, man, it's good to see you. Let's uh, go get some, and I was like, let's go get some drinks. You can drive us home. He goes, no, I drink now. I'm like, then let's definitely get some drinks. Like, I've never had a drink with you. Let's do this. So we get some drinks. Life is good. We get to talking, la da 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 He then pulls out the excuse before I even hear the story. And he goes, hey, man, you're just going to hear that I'm banging a transvestite. It's not like that. And I was like, I'm so, sorry. So what's it like? I was like, I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, like, like you know, somebody just says something and the whole the whole table just gets quiet. Everybody just, just turns. Look at yeah, and then I'm like, what? I'm like, hang on, hang on. Say what now, dude? And now, mind you, I'm the one that invited this. This is all my boys from my current shop, and then him. And he does that. He he drops that on us, and everybody looks at me, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm along for the ride. I'm along for the ride with you guys. So he he comes up and he's like, Yeah. I was like, Hold up, back it up. Tell me the full story. So he tells me he'd been going out with this girl for like three months, and he's like, Man, she was great. La da 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 da. I'm like, okay, yeah, no worries. Like, I'm in it. I'm thinking, all right, I don't know what this girl has to do with this story. Well, then he was, he was like, yeah, I've been banging. It's like, we've been going out for like three months. You know, it was all good and all. And I took her to the Christmas party. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, things got weird at the Christmas party. He's like, yeah, you know, you know, it, you know it always happens. Everybody gets a little too drunk. We get to talking, la da 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 da. He goes, well, her voice kind of dropped at the Christmas party. I'm like, so I was like, she got drunk there? And he was, I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, that happens. Some, some girls, like, you know, they stop fronting, and, and they they have a naturally deeper voice. That's fine. He goes, no, her voice dropped when when she got to the Christmas party. And I was like, oh, oh, uh, oh. Mm-hmm. And then he proceeds to tell me that when they hooked up that night, he was like, yeah, when I hooked up with her again that night, I noticed something was a little bit different. Uh, and I was like, you noticed something was a little bit different, but like, by, by what? Go ahead and tell me, man. And he goes, well, she didn't really have a vagina. <laughs> and I was like, she didn't really <laughs> have a vagina. <laughs> I'm glad 
<laughs> you guys keyed in on that because I keyed in on something different. I was like, she had did two. Did you just say when you hooked up again? That again? He just skips on. He's like, yeah. So and, and then just skips on past that. And so for the re- I don't hear the next ten minutes of the story because I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, how do you, how do you hook up and not find out that she or he has a. <laughs> Or doesn't have a vagina. It's like right before. It's like, oh, God, I'm so hard. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) What's your name? Jenny. (laughs) I'm like, all right. So I get to think. Anyway, the the story goes on. He ends up leaving. I'm like, that guy's a complete weirdo now. Life is good. Well, then one of my really great buddies serves with him. And I'm like, hey, man, can I ask you a question? He's like, what's going on? I'm like, can you tell me about this transvestite story? He was like, oh, yeah, the one he was dating for eight months? And I was oh, like, shit. oh, I was like, hold up. The one his, he told us three months. He goes, nah, man, it was eight months. And then she came to the Christmas party and she had an Adam's apple like Vin Diesel. And I was like, oh. dude, what? He goes, yeah, man, she's like six two. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm like, OK, that's cool. Not by the way, for the world, I'm not king shamming. But if you're into transvestite, like, just own up. Nah, do whatever you want to do. Yeah, own up you to it, gotta, yeah, you Don't do be ashamed thing. of it. You can't just Wait. you can't just casually surprise. That's a lot like a Sunday afternoon conversation. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, just like if you are, just own up to it. The second you tell me you're ashamed of it, the second I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to start poking at that. So he'd been hooking up with her for four like three was. months before <laughs> he he found out that she was a transvestite, and at that point he felt he was too emotionally involved to get out of it and then mind you this is a guy who like six months beforehand hadn't so, even drank before so they like happily married now no not no no, no i was no, gonna say he, but he found love good for, he like full commit proud good, good for him you know? Dude, he, he ended up popping smoke on the relationship after he had to have a sit down with his entire leadership because oh. leadership was like was like hey man like we're cool with it but you just kind of got to, like, stop bringing it up to everyone. Stop talking about it on every occasion. Yeah. And, it, and here's the thing, man, is that is that they were they, – they, I, I love how they phrase it. It was like, yeah, man, we had to have a conversation with them. Like, stop talking about your relationships in front of people. Like, like nobody wants to hear that in a professional setting. And he goes – and he's like, I'm not going to lie to you. There's a lot of, like, old retire types that you're, like, telling these stories to that probably don't appreciate the stories. He goes, yeah. He's is, is, is like, is that why they keep calling me gay? And we're and he was like, well, probably, you know, but maybe don't like just drop that on some like seventy year old boomer type that like saw war, you know, saw a Korean War. I don't know. God. Damn, that's my war story. See, uh, yeah, that went in a very different he, direction. When you right. mentioned Mormons. I thought you were going to talk about the guy that wanted you to hook up with his daughter. No, he wasn't Mormon. He was that wasn't in the war. That was uh um uh that was in North Dakota and those were Mennonites. Oh, Hot yeah. puppers. Mennonites, that's right. Fuck can okay. they run. Yeah, fuck <laughs> fucking fast. <laughs> the Mennonappers. <laughs> oh Jesus. That's all right, they can't, they don't have electricity, they can't hear us. <laughs> have you ever um, seen one run? But uh, yeah, they yeah they for those who haven't heard this story, uh, me and a guy who was also six two heavily chiseled. I called him Thor because you could you could strike a match off of his, his abs like he was that built. And you're you're he, drooling. Uh, oh yeah, over him absolutely all day, all day. He's a good looking son bitch. But um, isolate that Bob. 
Yeah, go ahead. Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> got it. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I got to gotta call and see how he is. Like, this guy hit us up in a liquor store, and he was like, uh, and he laid it out. He was like, I would like you to come, and they called it breeding, and uh, I would like you to breed, and uh, we'll pay you $400 a kid. Hmm. So, yeah. The first cool. kid that joined me, sorry. Dargo just four hundred dollars a kid. And I Damn. Was like, I'm gonna say no because I'm not trying to be a dad. But um, but four hundred dollars. But four hundred dollars is four hundred dollars, man. You can. Dude, it was weird. This guy was also like, he's probably mid fifties, but he looked like he was like eighty. You know. How old was his daughter? It was his wife. Oh. Did oh. I say daughter? Did I yeah. Say daughter? Yeah. I'm sorry, I I the, plot. the plot thickens, friend. Oh, I'm sorry. How old was I his meant wife? To say wife. I, I he wanted a daughter. I apologize. Yeah, oh. but if he's 80, that if she's even remotely close, no, 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 she he was 50. Like you could tell, but he just had that like he's been in the elements for all 50 of his years. Gotcha. City miles. So what if you didn't give him a girl though? Would that mean the contract was null and void, and you just wasted your time? Did you uh, breach no, contract? You, you have to, to pay him four hundred bucks now. Yeah, you yeah. don't get paid until you have a kid. Until the kid pops out. That's just Ooh. a bad investment. That's a bad deal. I hate you. Um, yeah, oh. no, it's a te- it's a terrible, terrible deal. I, I don't know. I, so I get I, I researched this. I guess they put a sheet up, and then husband and wife are on the other side of the sheet, and then you're on the other side of the sheet at the business end. It's just and a fancy glory hole. Ugh. Yeah. What's the word? What's the word? The cuck. <laughs> That's like cuck 2.0. So, oh my god, I love how this podcast is already starting to come full circle. Like oh, we started off devolving. with a cuck, now we're back to cucks again. Oh shit! Yeah. And with that, it's been an hour. On that note, we're not any score out of this one. I don't know what to do, so we're just gonna play outro music. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh this man, was, this that was, was fun. fun. Yeah, I'm so sorry this. for my, my terrible storytelling skills, but no, it's so good, dude. No, I'm sometimes it's good to just get together like this and blow off steam without you know yeah, any kind of no, real goal. That. But yes. next episode, we're gonna come back with another Arctic survival. Story. I will be prepared this time. I apologize. That's cool, man. You've been busy. Oh, Shit fine. happens. Life happens. I'm not busy. gonna get mad at you about this. That's that's the downside. Like a lot of people don't understand, we don't do this full time professionally every day. This is. We work on it when we get back from work every day. I mean, yeah. if people want to start paying us to do this professionally, though, I'd, I'm not going to argue. Oh, I would be yeah. happy to do that. If yeah. you want to make a donation to the Bob and the guys are poor fund, um, by all means. Man, dude, poor's a mentality. We're broke. We're broke. Yeah, poor's, okay, a, we're poor's, broke. Yeah, poor's a mindset. Yep. We're Dave rich Chappelle, in spirit. No, nah, man. Uh, Dave Chappelle did that in his stand-up. He was talking about... Like, when he was a kid, he was telling his dad, he's like, oh, I yeah. fucking hate being poor. And his dad's like, you're not poor. Poor is a mindset. You need to get that shit mm-hmm. out of your head. And he was like, but Damn, we are, dad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dad. I'm like six. Right? But no. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be coming back with another Arctic episode. We've got a great schedule up ahead. I think I think people are really going to enjoy no, what excited. we're going to be throwing at them. I'm, I'm really excited. Super excited. Yeah. got to plot it out. We've got interviews. We've got really interesting content. And I just want to say a shout-out to all those who actually 
we hit up uh, offline uh, asking for ideas if you guys had great ideas and a lot of people came through with some phenomenal ideas fuck yeah thank you definitely need to get those scheduled yeah we'll do it up and as always chins up mask on do what you do fight the tyrannical rule of coronavirus so that I don't know maybe we can always go back outside and start making out with strangers again mm. alright alright yeah fun stuff <laughs> like everybody's like, yeah, yeah. yeah I, and, uh, <laughs> don't know what to say now. Make out with strangers.